um, this is an amazing um, introduction. Um, so I thank our mutual friends for putting us in touch. Now, you're over in Texas at the moment. Yes, ma'am. Friday night there, where it's effectively uh, Saturday morning here in Australia. Um, so, Kim, talk to us about your projects that you've got at the moment. Because I know that right. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, well, thank you, Florida. I'm super excited to be chatting with you on your program. Um, yeah, I've got a few irons in the fire, as they say over here. Um, one of my biggest projects is my baby. Um, it's called the OM Nation. It's the AUM Nation. And basically, it's in a growing online directory, and it's a community of spiritually-minded, holistic practitioners and businesses that are, you know, we offer services, products, um, really anything that somebody needs to help them live a healthier, happier life. So our members are here to, to help you do that. Yeah, that's beautiful. And Thank you. Uh, how long has the... um? nation being established for and how did that baby how did that baby of your start how is it born <laughs> well um it, it's three years old a little over three years old um and it, you know it, it was one of those things where i wasn't like i set out to create the old nation i really feel like um i just unknowingly spirit guided me to that point with all my life experiences. I was one of those people, Florida, that never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. I never felt like I had hit exactly what it was that was my calling. Um, and so I kind of meandered through life doing several different, you know, careers. And I was a stay at home mom for a long time because my kids are nine years apart. So, you know, it's kind of like raising two only children. Um, and I'll, I'll start from the beginning um, from my youth and then it'll kind of lead into how the old nation came to be. I'll try to do that succinctly since I'm 50 years old. We don't, you don't want to sit for 50 years of, of me. Um, so basically as a child, I was an Air Force brat. So my father was in the military and um, we traveled all around the world and I got exposed to a lot of different cultures, a lot of different um, beliefs, um, just different types of people, you know, and it opened my heart and my mind to really, um, at a very young age, understand that even though we're, we're vastly different in a lot of ways, we're also very, very similar. We really are one, you know, and that really impacted me, like I said, at a young age. My family was very spiritual, but not very dogmatic, not very religious per se. Um, so we always had all different kinds of um, spiritual books and um, books on um, awareness and consciousness and those kinds of things. My father was a um, mental health nurse. Um, and so we were just very open to ex exploration of emotions and thoughts and feelings and um, I feel very blessed for that kind of upbringing. So, you know, continued on, you know, I got married, started having my kids, and my father became ill with cancer, which, you know, unfortunately, a lot of 
us out here, our families get touched um, in one way or the other with cancer. And it was very difficult um, for all of us because we were a very close family, um, still are. And um, so we went through his illness, the process of all of that. I had a lot of great conversations with my father discussing death and what happens um, when you die and just a lot of really wonderful explorations with him. Um, and so he and I were always open in that regard, um, more so than he was with maybe other people in the family. I think he knew I was receptive to, to that. So on the evening that he passed, um, this is the moment that I say I had my spiritual awakening. This was the time where I really felt like, um, you know, people say they have an awakening during meditation or, or whatnot. This was my moment. Um, so we were taking turns by his bedside, right by his head, comforting him when he was in the very end stages of his, um, his passing. And, um, so I just happened to be right by his head. Um, and I was kind of staring off into space and for some unknown reason, and I'm sure it was spirit, you know, spirit guided me to look into his face intently at the very moment of his last breath and florida i have to tell you it's very difficult for me to put into words but he energetically he emanated so much beauty and light and peace and all the good things you can ever imagine in the whole world um it just radiated and just through his, his whole being. It was like this, I didn't visually see it, but I felt it. And then he smiled the most radiant, beautiful smiles three times. And I really felt like it was because he was seeing something or some, some bodies, some people greeting him, but it was this, this profound moment. And it was so powerful, this energy emitting from him that I felt it enter my body really on a very cellular level. Um, and I feel like from that moment on, I've never been the same. You know, that really, it's like, that were, those were the jumper cables and it like really revved up my engine. It was like, okay, I really am awake now to understand that there's so much more that I even knew through my previous explorations that I was supercharged, my friend. I was like a crazy woman. Like, what can I read? What can I learn? What can I explore about life and death? And what is this meat puppet that we have? And why are we stuck in it? And what is the spirit that's within this meat puppet, you know? Um, so I, I went on this journey where I started studying, 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 reading, reading, reading. Really my whole life, you know, I got into yoga, I got into Buddhism, I got into Hinduism. I mean, it was like I was exploring everything on a much deeper level. Um, and so jump forward to the point where my kids were older. Um, I had been a stay-at-home mom for quite a while at that point. And I really, I felt compelled to go back to work. And I knew that if I was going to go back to work, I really wanted to be surrounded by like-minded people. You know, um, I'd been studying spirituality and all these um, conscious expanding things, and I wanted to be at a place where I could share 
with other people, which I think is so important because I, I kind of been isolated up to that point a little bit. So I was blessed with getting a position at um, a yoga studio here in Austin, which actually is quite large, has several locations called Yoga Yoga. Um, and just really started meeting just so many wonderful, beautiful souls, so many people that felt the way I did and were open to exploring ideas and thoughts and um, who really wanted to understand what life really is all about. Um, so that just really, those connections just, you know, kept growing and growing. And I was so impressed with all of these amazing people, the teachers, the students, the healers, you know, just from every aspect. Um, and I, one thing I noticed was that a lot of these teachers and healers, they really didn't know how to, they were so busy helping other people, they really didn't have the time to put in to help their business and help themselves. Mm. So they didn't, um, some of them don't have websites and those kind of things. And I thought, what can I do to number one, bring this community together even more? Because I do think a very important part of um, the old nation is that community. And it's for the practitioners themselves to be able to really lift each other up. Um, and so I just kind of, you know, I, I, I say the old nation came because spirit let me bring it into the world. It would have happened regardless. I just got to be the lucky one and don't ask me why spirit chose me because girl, <laughs> I don't know what they who were thinking. Um, but it's been such a blessing in my life. So yeah, it, it happened because you, you listened mm. to the energy, you downloaded the inspiration and the idea and you just took it. Right. That's, you are so right, my friend, because honestly, one of the biggest things that happened was um, after I started at Yoga Yoga and I really started working on my meditation practice, um, one of the biggest meditation um, practices that I would do would be, I would basically say, I'm here, I'm opening myself up to God, to source, um, use me as you will. I want to be of service. Um, however that might be, please use me. And it's amazing what happens when, when you do that. I, I honestly had no clue what changes would happen, you know? Uh, it's remarkable. It's, and I'm so grateful that you said that actually, is when you get to that stage or point in your life where you, where you're pushed to declare that to the universe. Mm -hmm. Yes. The shifts and the changes that start happening when you really um, decide that you want to be of service, spirit literally goes, hmm, okay. <laughs> it's like, we've been waiting for this. Let's go. And it's almost like, awesome. What beautiful things can we start implementing? Right. Information or ideas can I start throwing at you? Yes. And you've already declared that you're open to it. So you are right, my friend. It it really is, and it's and it's um you're right. When you finally get to that, you're pushed to that. I like how you said that you're pushed to that point where you open yourself up to spirit to say, use me as you will. I'm your tool. Because 
it's, it's, you have to be at that point. Like you can't make yourself, you know, I think spirit can see through the phony, you know, because I do think there was points in my life a long time ago where I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm this, you know, I want to be this wonderful person. I want to, you know, I want to do good in the world. But I wasn't really there. You know, I wasn't, my spirit was, I had too much garbage and stuff that I had to work out before I really was there to that point. And I think that's what it was. And I also think spirit lines up all these things in your life that you get to that point where it's like, okay, she's done all these things that are going to help her now that she's open to being of service to the greater good. She's ready, you know? So, um, because my friend, I can't believe the stuff I'm doing, like stuff that I literally would have been sick to my stomach and in fear to do, like talking to you <laughs> on live stuff. You know, I'm just, I was one of those kids that hid behind her mom's leg when somebody came to the door. Like I was Miss, you know, scaredy pants. Um, you know, but just everything. It's just amazing that once you do open yourself up like that and you're ready, you're given the strength. Yeah. It's like, you might still want to say, no, thanks. I don't want to do an interview, but you find yourself going, yeah, that'd be great. When should we do it? You know, and, and you follow through rather than the old Kim who would have maybe said, oh, I don't really, but I'll do it. And then found a way to get out of it. And it's that, it's that, it's that spirit. It's the strength of, of that divine knowing they're supporting you because you're wholeheartedly wanting to work for everyone's highest good. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm anything special. I'm not, I'm not at all. Like I'm just a nobody, you know, struggling like everybody else. But I just have to say that is such a powerful thing. And I think it's something very important to work you know, towards, because it's so, it, I feel like I started to live. Yeah. I really feel like I, you know, got almost to 50 as my late forties. And all of a sudden all the dominant, you know, all the puzzle pieces came together and there was this full beautiful picture that I never would have imagined. And it was all because I was willing to, first of all, let go of my ego and then open myself up to spirit and, and say, okay, whatever, you know, I'm down. Let's do it. I wish I would have done, I wish I could have been there earlier, but you know what? I wasn't, it wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And I, and that's okay. You know? And everything happens at its own pace and everything has its own divine timing, you know? Yes. It's so true. And, the, and, and, you know, for all of us that end up at that this place where mm. we end up declaring ourselves and surrendering ourselves to spirit mm. to say, you know, utilize me in, in whichever way possible for the highest good of all. For all of us, we all get that go through that, you know, who am I to do this? Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, and there can be so many conflicting emotions and thoughts and things that we go through um, out of, you know, it's self-projected stuff. You know, who am yes. I? Why would I do this? Why, why, why should why me to do this? You know, and, and every time you ask these questions, spirit brings something else into your, into your path. 
that turns your life a little bit upside down, lots of growth, you know, lots of learning that takes you to that next level where you're like, oh, I can see why that happened. Okay. It's pushing me, pushing me, pushing me into the direction yeah. I know that I'll end up or need to be. Um, I love that. I love that you say that because yeah, I mean, it's not like it's all peaches and, and cream after you, you know, you kind of get into this position where your things are falling together. It's still a lot of work. And honestly, it can be very scary at times. But I do think you have that strength. Like I said, the, I'm scared. A lot of times I'm like, what the heck? I don't know what I'm doing, you know. But I'm, I, I feel like I have, I have god spirit the divine whatever you want to call it you know the energy of the universe bolstering me up and supporting me so that i don't just shrink away like i used to and i'll still go forward and yeah i mess up mm -hmm. i still mess up but like you said then you come to find out later oh that was a good lesson now i see and We'll move forward from a different perspective and and there's always good takeaways yeah we can from a 3d perspective perceive as negative mm. you know we can yes. see situations and circumstances as negative but if we push through and allow those negative situations mm -hmm. to build our resiliency so when we go through the situation and come out on the other end we don't mm. actually realize how much valuable um, awareness and information and things that we've just gathered organically through that process to help build our own soul evolution to help us on that next step so then we become even more of a service in that area that is so true it's, it's really it's so beautiful when you look at it that way you know it's it's really such a it's such a beautiful, positive thing, even though it can be very difficult to, you know, go through the process, but we signed up for this, you know, we're, we're in these human bodies and I don't know about you, but I want to make the most of this. I want to, I want to work hard this lifetime so that I do learn and grow. And I really think this is what we're supposed to do here. We're supposed to challenge ourselves emotionally, physically, spiritually. We're supposed to explore and create and all of these beautiful things in these bodies that we have yeah. because in a blink of an eye we won't have these bodies we'll just be spirit without bodies instead of spirits with bodies mm -hmm. so we're going to continue on but hey why don't why not do what we're here to do instead of i don't know i feel like for so long i didn't live like i was just going through the motions you know you know being a mom, doing this or that, but I wasn't letting myself, I was too afraid and fear will hold you back. 100%. And I knew it. I, I mean, I knew it. I meditated on it. I read so many books, you know, I did all that stuff, but it didn't sink in. I guess I'm a slow learner, my friend. Um, <laughs> it would not sink in. But, you know, until I finally got to that point when spirit said I was ready, I guess, and my mind and my soul and my spirit was ready. And I said, okay, I'm ready. Uh, I surrender to you. Use me as you will. And then let things change. But, you know, Kim, I'm so glad that you brought that up again, because I was, I wanted to touch base on the fact that you mentioned about fear, you know, and, and being um, trapped, I would say, if that's the word, mm. that stage. Yeah. 
fear of pushing through with this work because you know what at the end of the day we are still having a human experience and 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 that's a part of the journey you know a lot of us do feel that fear you know even for myself um as a medium you know that does mm. readings for people every day every day i still at times wake up in the middle of the night and i'm like <gasps> i talk to dead people i talk to people that are not right who the hell does that and then my mind right into this and i'm like uh, uh, no way it's okay i've been doing this for a long time uh-huh weird like have you <laughs> What the hell is going on? And you know, and and to go back to earlier in the piece of when you talked about being around like-minded people, mm. being around your tribe, connecting with those people—that is so important, energetically, oh. physically, spiritually, mentally. Because when we do lose our way, and when we forget our mission, I, I can't mm. tell you how many times I've been blessed with waking up in the middle of the night with a panic attack going, I talk to people that are no longer living. Who the hell does that? Why am I doing this? And my human, you know, mechanisms kick in. Yes. Freak out. And then someone from my tribe will step in and say, babe, hey, remember that reading that you did? Remember that person? Remember that thing that you did? That was amazing. Don't forget it. And then mm -hmm. it'll take through the journey of, of the good stuff that I'm actually doing and it'll really remind me of my purpose again. That is so true. That's so important and you're right. That tribe is essential because I don't care. It's, you know, I don't care who you are. I mean, I hate to even say it, but I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to go out on a limb here. And even the Dalai Lama probably has those moments where he's like, what? What's going on? Should I? Can I? What? I don't know. Um, but because we're in this human form, we have these egos. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that are so enlightened and, you know, that's wonderful and they don't have these experiences like most of us do. But I don't care how much you study, you'll go along fine and you're like, I've got it. I'm just a spirit. Everybody's one. Everything's beautiful. And then all of a sudden you crumble into a little ball, a little two-year-old again, and you're afraid and you're this and you're that and I can't do anything. And, you know, it's just, that's just part of our psyche and dealing with this. And I think that's a positive thing, honestly, because it's like, I always look at it like, um, I used to be an aerobics instructor back in the 80s. Uh, yes, and I wore my leg warmers, girlfriend. I had my spandex. <laughs> but I look at it like, it's almost like when we have those times, it's like you're lifting weights. You know, because if we're not lifting that weight and having to deal with those moments of crisis, yeah. we kind of, we don't appreciate that enlightened times where we see things from a spiritual and a spirit-based viewpoint. Yeah. But when we go through those, un those uns and I think we can serve others when we're going through those unsure moments and things, because if we didn't have those, we wouldn't understand how that's how everybody feels from time to time. And it's so it's all good. hundred percent. I agree with you. 100%. And it, and to bring it back down to that, those moments of crisis, it's a good tool and starting point to remind us um, about compassion and empathy as well. You know, yes. to empathize yes. is to understand or to feel, you know, what somebody else 
goes through and, you know, coming back to the fact that we are still having a human experience um, in conjunction with our spiritual experience, you know, mm -hmm. it's all in the one and the same. Um, yeah. They're not separate. No. It's a, a holistic experience. Um, you know, it helps to remind us um, how to connect with people and it reminds us about the beautiful things um, that we can um, achieve and, and, and strive to achieve as humanity and it brings yes. us back down to earth, <clears throat> keeps us grounded. Yeah, and I think that's very important, um, especially when you're doing spiritual, a lot of spiritual work um, on yourself and you're kind of really it's easy to kind of get a little woo-woo sometimes and, and you kind of do have to because we're still on earth. We have to keep ourselves grounded. Um, and especially if we do want to help others and serve others, because like you said, we, you can't be, I, I don't think you could be as fully effective unless you've suffered yeah. and that, and suffer can be the whole gamut. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've all suffered, you know, um, Jesus suffered. Everybody, you know, everybody who's walked on this planet has suffered. And I don't think we can help one another and have that compassion and empathy if we haven't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, talk to us about your podcast. Oh, yes. Holistically Curious. Um, my sister and I do this podcast and it's bi-weekly. So it's every other week. Um, and, you know, it's just, it kind of was an offshoot of this whole craziness I have about I can't get enough of everything, you know, it's like, so we're just curious about everything um, from things health related to metaphysical topics to, you know, tulpas, you know, just anything. It can be science related. It can be, so we're just, we're just curious. So my sister and I just talk about a topic, usually each episode, um, one particular topic, and we take turns and we never know if it's her turn. I don't know what her topic's going to be. So it's kind of fun because I get to learn when she's, you know, presenting her information, I get to learn along with everybody else. Um, and we're just very down to earth. We're just, you know, we definitely don't know. We're no experts, you know, <laughs> don't tune in if you expect us to be experts, but we do research. We do a lot of research and we just, you know, shoot around ideas about things and we just have fun. Yeah. That's beautiful. When did you start? Yeah. When did you start that podcast? We started that last September. So it's coming up on a year. Um, and it's just a blast. You know, doing a podcast is so much fun. Occasionally we'll have people on and we'll interview. And yeah, I, I would love for people to check it out. Um, we, we joke around a lot. So if you want to laugh a little bit on your com daily commute, have a listen. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And um, Kim, with the, um, the, the Omnation, um, is that a uh, a, a freely available platform for people to advertise their services or how does it work or is it a subscription sure. or do people need to get in contact with you first mm -hmm. in order to be able to share their work? Um, Thank you for asking. Um, so basically it is, um, we charge a, a very small membership fee. So it's literally $30 a year the first year. 
Um, then you get your own page, your own directory listing, um, and we link to all of your, your you know, websites and social media and all of that. Um, and then you have opportunities to take advantage of different things, that, different platforms we have available for you to self-promote. Um, and then each additional year, you know, once you renew, it's only $20 a year plus tax. So my whole goal with it, and I even struggled with charging anything, uh, Florida. I, I really did. In fact, the first year we didn't um, because it's not about making money for me. This is really all about bringing twofold, a resource for people looking for help, you know, in this crazy mad existence that we all live. We need help, girlfriend. I need help. We all need help. Um, and, and then also as practitioners, we need, like you said, we need that tribe, you know, and that's important. And I really, I really stress us coming together as a community. Um, and so really, I just got to a point where I was like, okay, I have to charge minimal just to help offset costs. But, um, I do think as well, when you put a little something in the game, you have to you have to put in a little something to feel the value of something, and and that's one thing my, one of my yoga teachers taught me. Because I think as um, caregivers and holistic healers and wellness providers, a lot of us struggle with money and the exchange when we're we're wanting to help others. It's sometimes hard to ask for something back, and I know I personally struggle with that. So. So we tried, so we found a happy medium that I could live with. <laughs> so that was a long answer. Um, but yes, so people basically, if they're interested in joining our community, I would love for you to check it out. Um, go to theomnation.com. It's T-H-E-A-U-M-N-A-T-I-O-N.com. And um, you can go check out our join page. It lists some of the benefits on there. And there's online applications you can fill out. And then once I get those, I just take a look at them. And I mean, I don't think I've ever gotten one that I haven't said, yes, I love you. Please join our community. So, you know, and then it's simple, simple as that. And I'll just reach out to you. Um, but yeah, it's a beautiful, we have so many wonderful people. And I love that our community members, that our members exchange ideas. Um, we're all dealing with the same kind of stuff, even though we might, you know, maybe you're, you do what you do. Somebody else might be a chiropractor. Somebody might be uh, an intuitive artist. You know, we have everything. But there's a lot of commonalities with the way you run your business and tips and ideas. And hey, did you check out this new, you know, website builder or the, whatever it is? And I love that they share. Why? Why should everybody have to reinvent the wheel? Yeah. Help one another. You know, we. I, one of the. I'll just add this real quick. One of the big things for me is we don't need to live in this dog-eat-dog -dog world. We don't need to feel a sense of lack as caregivers that, oh, the, you know, I don't want this yoga teacher, you know, teaching this class because it's very similar to my class. And what am I going to do? They might take all my students. We don't need to feel that way because, unfortunately, there's many, many multitudes of people yeah. that need help. And I think when we approach it from a perspective of not a sense of fear and lack, 
you're going to be more abundant, more successful. And I think when you help other people that are doing things that you do and they help you, you're more abundant and more successful. I've seen it with our members. Um, they refer people to each other and it's, it's beautiful. Um, and I think we all win. We all win in, in our community, in our world, in our planet. Yes, definitely. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> I love it, Kim. You're literally just taking the words straight out of my mouth. You know, oh, you, like I, I'm so grateful and so blessed to have connected with you and like with Ian and 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 Lou. You know, yeah. It's it's just amazing, and we're all like scattered across the the globe you know but it's one right. because we all have that same mindset and mission that you know when we when we come together and we collaborate and help each other and build each other what can go wrong exactly i don't think anything can um when you're coming from that pure state that pure beautiful energy of of an open heart and willingness to serve and so you know and i, I do think in these times I do think we're in a time of transition. I think we're in a, a positive shift. Mm -hmm. It's just, I always describe it like we're in childbirth. Um, and it, I'm telling you, girlfriend, it kind of sucks. You know, I mean, there's a lot of pain involved. I don't know if you have kids, but it's not easy, you know. But we know something beautiful is coming at the end of all of this shift, right? But this is some difficult times. And so I think the reason they're all of people like you and I and Lee, Lou and Ian and all these wonderful people all around the world are getting the same download yeah. of bringing people together into these groups of clusters and communities is because we need that even more right now to help build ourselves up as a strong unit so that we can help others through this transition. So when our beautiful baby world of love and light is born, you know, we're, we're able to do that. So, yeah. and it's a beautiful thing, you know, um, just as you were talking, I just got a small download of uh, it's by doing this um, wholeheartedly from a pure and loving place is really leading by example and shifting mm -hmm. energetically in the vibration of those around us from what I call either you sit above the line or below the line. Mm -hmm. You know, oh. below the line is all about scarcity, fear, mm -hmm. lack. I am not enough. We are not enough. I do not have enough. There is not enough. Yes. Yes. So above the line to I am abundant. We are abundant. You know, there is love. I mm -hmm. am safe. I am protected. We are protected. And when we lead by example, by coming together, collaborating and building um, and working together, it, it, it's an effort lead by example. It, it's mm. knowing people that um, we no longer need to operate below the line. There is no me versus you. Um, you're my competition. Right. It's more about we can work together and collaborate because there's more than enough abundance. Mm -hmm. in the world. But um, you only see it when you believe it. Definitely. You do only see it when you believe it. And even when you believe it, sometimes like we've talked about, you forget. And so that's where that community comes in and helps remind you, you know, in a very subtle way sometimes, not necessarily right in your face. But so I think that is why we're all collecting at this time. You know, we're, we're collecting in these clusters of, of hope and, and support. 
I love that. I love that, that above and below, you know, that's so true. I love that analogy. And, you know, it's one of those things, you know, it comes back down to, you know, we're human and it's okay. And, you know, sometimes we'll yeah. think about the line for a certain amount of time and things happen in our lives where we somehow Girl, I slip, I slip under the line on a daily basis. I I might have like a good few hours above and then I slip down below and then I pop back. (laughs) But the beautiful thing is that, you know, for all, um, which I hope and I know because I'm going to speak as if I'm going to speak from a place of above the line that Mm -hmm. we all have a beautiful network and abundant tribe available to us out there. Yes. So for those times when we do slip below the line um, as a community, um, as a globe of humanity, you know, we we should and will um, rely on each other to remind us and give us a bit of a tap on the shoulder. Spirit will too to say, oh, sizzle back. Exactly. You know? And I think that's why we need, we need these all over. We need, we need you in Australia. We need me in Texas. We need whoever, Lou in Ireland. And, you know, um, and, and even in that point, it's like I could see the old paradigm would be, well, they're kind of doing what I'm doing. You know, I don't, that's that fear. You know, I think it's beautiful. Bring it on. We need it everywhere. Every part of every city needs to have a group that can come together. So I love it. I want more people doing what we're doing, my friend. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, and they can and will and do it better. So. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, Kim, thank you so much for jumping on an uncommon dialogue um, and having this beautiful, authentic conversation. I have a very strong feeling this is not the, um, the first and last time that we'll be. Oh, so. Thank you, love. It's been such a joy. You're just, you make it easy. You know, I told you before that this is not, this is, this is definitely something for me that's a stretch. I'm not really comfortable talking on live um so thank you i appreciate you making it so lovely and easy and it's just been a joy 